0: where I write down how I feel every day, right? On a scale of from minus 10 to plus 10, where are you today, Lars? I've done this for so almost a year, right? Yeah. Since None of the days has been over minus two. <laughs> and then somebody called to me, do you think you're ever going to be above zero? <laughs> do you think it's it's possible to be above <laughs> zero? Or do you think that just looking at the minus two, which is the best day you had, you're so far away from plus 10, where you think everybody else is, that you're going to feel miserable every kind of always. Mm-hmm. People don't feel plus 10. No. Their Instagram account feels like. Feels 10.10, 10, right? Yeah.
1: back to seller talks in this episode we're talking with lars eric lund and he's the executive Vi- vice president and responsible strategy and sustainability mm. at veidekke yeah and welcome lars eric thank you very much um and so you won the kind of the transparency award and the openness award in 2021 yeah. okay. and so we we just went to a conference where you were speaking you're one of the head speakers and you, I think there was like 150 people and they were like top leaders, entrepreneurs, uh, environmentalists and um, your entrance was very interesting because you, <laughs> you were talking about like how you, you wanted a, a entrance like Michael Jackson. And um, it was interesting and, and you were talking about like when, when you spoke, you showed a lot of confidence. Hmm. And you're, but you're talking about you have been depressed mm. for 25 years, mm. and so can you tell tell me a little bit about who you are and your sure. story?
0: First of all, thank you for for inviting me, um, and it's great to be here. It's great to be here in Bergen um, and talking about the the things that I really enjoy talking about. Um, well, and and I think the story about my depression is is uh, is why I was here. Um, I've been. So my career started from from finishing the uh, Norwegian School of Business Administration here in Bergen in, in two thousand no nineteen ninety five. More than <laughs> almost thirty years ago. Yeah. Um, and and already from my start of my professional career, I went from going uh, in a fairly confident environment at school into something I felt uncomfortable with. Um, so what I talked about at the conference is basically the difference between my confidence and my self-esteem. Mm. Uh, because people kind of mix those uh, up. Yeah. And you think that people that have uh, high confidence for, for performing or doing anything that's difficult also have a very high self-confidence. Yeah, and to me, that kind of uh, difference is, is it's extremely difficult to handle. So uh, what I did last year was I wrote an article on, on Facebook. I was afraid every kind of... Not a Read it. Uh, it's a long text, so long that I had to post it like an article on, on, on LinkedIn. Uh, and uh, so that that was kind of my 15 minutes of hope. Uh Everybody knew who I was suddenly. I went from being an an invisible EVP to being an, a visible EVP, but with a depression yeah. diagnosis. So since then, I've, I've 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 been really interested in seeing how uh, work and and the way we do work actually uh, affects our mental health, how we can create workspaces that uh, not only supports people with mental health issues, but yeah. actually creates good mental health. Yeah. So, that's yeah. so you're,
1: as most people talk about how they can kind of fix people if, or, or help people if they're already suffering. Exactly. And you're kind of trying to change that debate to how can we create good mental health exactly. At, at exactly. businesses. Yeah. And this article came out last year um, and you got so much feedback and comments and um, I was just wondering how has that been dealing with all those uh, you you've gotten emails and mm-hmm. everything how's that been to to to
0: deal with all that feedback I, I, at first I, at first it, it kind of increases your self-confidence because you you, you get high on, yeah. on on the attention and then in a while you get kind of it's too much. So you're you're you feeling like the only thing that's important about you is your own kind of diagnosis. So I I wanted really fast to turn it away from my own illness and and towards kind of fixing the problem. Um, I still talk a lot about how I feel because I think I think the the stigma around mental health issues is based on people not knowing what it is. So I'm I'm fairly open about my my uh, kind of my therapists and my psychiatrist and my my pill antidepressants so and i do that because i think people need to know that this is fairly this is all right i mean there's basically 700,000 people in norway using antidepressants so i don't understand really why we need to kind of keep it a secret um so that's that's one part um um it is it is uh, very very uh meaningful to me to hear other people saying that they needed me to say this and that it helped them in their struggles. So that's, that's basically if, if one, if one guy or girl actually felt that this was needed, I, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm yeah. happy to oblige. Yeah. Mm.
1: So, cause it's kind of like where you're a successful kind of uh, vice president in a big company mm. and, uh, you have a good wife and a good mm. family and kids mm. and everything. Right. So it's kind of like externally, everything looks good. Sure. And, um, you were talking also about like how, uh, in an article, your best friend didn't even know that mm. you struggle with, mm. with these kind of things, and so what was the reason you chose to, to share this mm. after so so long?
0: I I, I think uh, I didn't choose to do it. I I think I was I was uh, not pressured to do it, but it, it felt needed that I mm. that I did it because I I was having difficulties actually hiding it um so my my persona at work uh, went from being like a, a a man with a blue suit as an armor yeah. and, and a strict face and very analytical and very rational and everything mm-hmm. I did and I went from there and, uh, and 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 I felt that my my moods coming into work were affecting how I actually uh, communicated with people so I it just felt needed so I, uh, but I, but it didn't feel needed to actually take the... Kind of the agenda and 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 running with the the torch of mental health, it felt needed just to, to tell other people that I, this is how I felt. Mm. Uh, but uh, yeah, so that's I I, th- I think I think uh, I think this openness part is is this transparency and vulnerability is important mm. to actually to deal with from for yeah, many of us for sure.
1: Because I've I've heard a lot of talk about like depression and, and anxiety that a mm. lot of people struggle with it, but I'm. I rarely hear people in kind of your position Mm. share this. Mm. Um, It's interesting. You're you're also talking about how you, uh, when you're at home, you have your and you take on your armor and you leave your backpack outside Mm. the door, and then you um, go to work. Mm. And how is is that something you do still, or has that changed when you kind of became more open?
0: It has changed somewhat. I'm still, I'm still depressed. I'm mm. still having issues with, with, kind of varying moods, uh, like a mood disorder. Uh, I think, I think English is actually a good, better language talking about this because it's, it's called a mood disorder, right? Um, so I still have difficulties with this at home, and I still have difficulties at work. But, but what we need to understand is that people do whatever they can at school or university or work to actually mask that they are having issues. Mm. So what they're doing is basically putting on an armor or a mask when they're at work or at at school, and then you come home, you you just drop the mask. So that that's when every emotion comes out. That's when you relax, kick back, and, and actually you're, you're supposed to be. So once you're, so I I've, I've seen this for myself. If that I I can I can keep a fairly high pressure at work, and when I come home, I just let it go, and it it's uh, I take it out on the family. So my family has, has uh, experienced a, a guy who's very quickly. I, I quickly turn from being happy to being very, very irritated. Uh, I, I can go angry in like a second. I can be very, um, almost mean to kids, my own kids. Um, and I'm, I'm very shameful for that. Um. So that's that's what you do you basically you're yourself at home and then you put it in your backpack and you go at work and you put it outside the door before you go into the office and you kind of perform. So what I did to actually and 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 you're you're very unsure how you actually handle it at work. So you have uh, to mind how how I felt it is that I I was extremely I was terrified that people were to know that I had a love self confidence, mm. and that I I was afraid that people were going to kind of expose that I didn't or weren't good enough for mm. my job. Mm. So uh, so, I, I it was exhausting.
1: Mm. Yeah, it's super interesting. It's 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 like I think so many can relate. Like they have one version of themselves when they go to school or yeah. go to work, and then when they come home, they can just try to they can. Let go. Yeah. Um, and it's interesting when you when you were giving that presentation. I think all, like everybody who listened, if you didn't have a presentation about like depression, nobody would know. And because y- you were kind of oozing confidence mm. and just speaking in a very confident manner, um, and so it's just it, that was super interesting to me because I've never heard anyone make that separate where. Being confident is not the same as self esteem, mm. and so yeah, that's so. That so
0: people can, can come up to me and say that I don't understand what you're talking about. Being yeah. depressed, you're smiling. I'm, I'm, well, depressed people smile. Mm. Uh, I don't. How how can you be depressed? You're making a joke. I mean, I said I I, I know a lot of funny people who's kind of depressed or having issues with their mental health. So this is is not a like. Um, we tend to actually have a, a stigma or, or 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 perceive kind of depression or mental health issues as, as something they've seen on tv like uh, uh, people with their hoods over their head in black clothes uh, with their head down or the, so or or like the cuckoo's nest with their kind of electroshock treatment uh, and, and everything like in in stray jackets. it's not like that um I, 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 we need to keep reminding ourselves that one in three people during their entire life will suffer some form of, of, of mental illness, yeah. uh, and there's at least one in ten in Norway yeah. who during a year will experience a period of depression. Yeah. So when you go into the bus, I don't know how how many people are in the bus, like uh, thirty yeah. thirty five, there will be three people there who are depressed. Yeah,
1: you you can't see it. You gave a statistic where you said you got the the number one uh, death rate for for guys between nineteen and fifty was suicide.
0: Yeah, in Nordic, yeah,
1: in Nordic, yeah. Um, and to me, that's just a very terrifying kind of t- statistic yeah. that that's just the number
0: one and cause. And remember that that's in a country that's rated number one, li- like number one mm-hmm. in happiness. Mm. I, I, Something it, it's, doesn't it's, make sense. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's flabbergasting that yeah. people that, that in a country that we're, we're talking about being, we're happy,
1: mm.
0: we're not. Yeah. Uh, and I think that once you, once you fall off, I think, I mean, that's a problem. Once you fall off that happiness wagon, that you think that okay, everybody else is happy, I'm not, then you're outed. Um, and I think that's that's that's, that's a big problem. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, I've, I've talked about that as well as kind of toxic positivity issues where there's a lot of people talking to me. Like, well, and large Eric, you're always looking at the kind of the water glass, like half empty. You should look at it half old. And I, my response is it's, it's, it's fairly the same thing. Huh? Mm. The glass.
1: It's difficult. Like the way you define depression, right? Because there's a big scale. Like, yeah. it's, it's like, I think you said that it took some time to, for you to kind of define what you were experiencing. And so have you, because people are sad and they fluctuate mm. and people are, Maybe depressed for a little bit, mm. and so has because uh, you mentioned like your morning routine has really helped. Like biking, can you tell me li- a little bit about how how that has been important and why kind of uh, that's been a big thing?
0: Yeah, there's 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 a couple of parts where kind of the Oslo dawn patrol. Uh, Crew is, is important to me, and I th- and there's there's one is that it's activity based. You need to kind of be in activity, uh, and 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 I say this as easy as it should be, like just get out of bed at four o'clock in the morning. I know a lot of people uh, who are suffering depression like me that aren't able to get out of bed even. So so I, I know this, uh, but once you're kind of let's let's talk about the entire kind of spectrum of of, uh, of people keeping yourself busy like in activities and having kind of your heart rate in some form of exercise regularly will help mm-hmm. at least also being outside mm-hmm. to me. Also there's a, there's a very cool thing about cycling. We cycle to abreast like in pairs yes. um, and, and being able to talk to someone that you don't know uh, about things that you you're, it's hard to be open about without looking at each other. Right. Yeah. That's, that's, that's a very, very good, important and part of me for being able to talk about people. I don't know. Um, I, there's a good tips that, that a lot of psychologists use to actually talk to your kids if it, or, or, or someone you want to talk to that's about a hard thing is just put them in the car because mm-hmm. you need you, you're you not confronting them like yeah. looking at, like it's we're doing now yeah it's exactly. very like okay, direct yeah. and so, th- so that's a part of it um, I think also that's a community mm-hmm. so the, the, the part of actually being connected to someone else being connected to the group is really really important I said mm-hmm. that in the speech also I, I it can't be overstated how important it is to feel that you're connected, mm. and I'm talking about con- real connection, like the real inclusion, not 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 the not the the. the you, you could talk about uh, not being excluded. That's one part. That's the, that's that that should be uh, fairly obvious. But, but but being really included, being uh, loved for who you are. Uh, not being kind of stigmatized for having some sort of issues, that feeling is really, really important. Yeah. Me. So those three parts, activity, uh, it, it it feels like I can talk to people and it I feel connected to them. That that's important. And yeah. it's a routine. That's another yeah. part. So, uh,
1: yeah. Something you've done like for a while, like every it's day.
0: Something I've done for a while, and and I love routines because routines make me thick. It's uh, it's easier. Uh,
1: but you also mentioned like there's there's still days where there's still that feeling that the same feeling kind of coming back. And is there anything you've, you can do on those days that helps or is it just a, a process you have to go through and, and
0: wait? Uh, I, I think my, my periods of depression lasts, uh, somewhere around a, a week to two weeks. Um, and I have kind of really deep dips, um, on those periods. I, I, I I need to focus on myself. Uh, I need to be open with my family and how, what I'm going through. Um, I need to take seri- exercise seriously. I need to be outside. Mm. Um, so, so there's there's some tips and pointers I can do something about. And I'm, I'm one of the things that I really like is to talk to people without getting feedback of what I should do or not do. Mm. A lot of a lot of the things <laughs> that you talk about depression is oh you know, what you should do is eat more C vitamin, yeah. or you should read the Bible or whatever, and giving me tips that I I, I really don't need. What I need is just to, to let off some steam and, and and get it off my shoulders. Mm. So so being uh, having good friends that, that are able to actually just listen that's mm. that's uh, that's the best.
1: Yeah, and you you're mentioning like the like how important that that community around you and the support to because that I think when you mentioned like the process you had to go through to post that mm. p- the post you had friends telling you, you had coworkers, you had your, uh, like a team that was kind of uh, supporting you around the decision. Mm. So yeah, I totally agree it's it was super important. um Kind of a different topic. You, since you're a CEO, I heard a quote uh, you said from a, a podcast you had. It's when, when you're the king and you meet the public, it always smells like fresh paint. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so you kind of see the, the image you want to see in other people. Yeah. Is that something you you are still experiencing?
0: No, but, uh, yeah. Uh, one, one question. I'm not a CEO. I, I have my boss. Oh, office, yeah, 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 the device, yeah. But, but I, but I uh, so, so what, I, I think it, it, it's, it's like being, uh, the, the quote you're talking about this is a king's quote. When, when the king travels the country and talks to other people, it <laughs> smells like it's freshly painted. I think, uh, I think we all kind of do that. And the higher up in the system you get, the, the the impression you get from other people is that they want to kind of prepare and make sure that everything looks nice when you come. And that's not, it's it's not difficult to understand. And I think that the vulnerability part that I talked to earlier is, is, is important in that matter. Uh, because authenticity, uh, if, if I were to kind of travel around Different parts of IKEA today, it would be easier for me to actually get information about things that weren't working because I have been open about things that I'm struggling with. If if we as senior management would go out and talk about how perfect we are and everything is working, uh, other people would be reluctant to actually show what's not working with their their parts. And I so I think that that's that's very very important um, and and it's a part of the trust kind of the trust triangle. We talk about logic. We talk about authenticity, and we talk about so 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 uh, so being able to actually be authentic about about what, how you are feeling, how you are, makes it easier for yeah, you. By have, yeah, by leading the example. Yeah, you're leading by yeah. example. You, I, I, it's, it's strange because I, I you talk to a lot of organizations. They're talking about oh yes, uh, psychological safety is very important. And we want people to talk about it, but you mm. want uh, as a, a leader or a senior management, you won't talk about your own mistakes mm. or yeah. your own faults. That's strange to me. Yeah,
1: like they, they, they just want other people to come and maybe like <laughs> share their problems, exactly. but not open exactly. up.
0: But you won't get that sharing.
1: Yeah, you gotta go first. Yeah. And so, have you noticed that difference in Videka or like the the people view your community like by your transparency that other people yeah easily more open up. Oh yeah, yeah,
0: absolutely. I mean, I get. Uh, I get emails every day from people in my own organization and from, from people outside the organization saying that the fact that somebody in your position can be open makes it easier for me to be open. Uh, I've talked to people in my own organ organization that's come to me and said, I struggle with this. Mm. Uh, and they wouldn't if I hadn't been open about my own struggles.
1: Mm. When So th- for example, with a, a person who just starts a job, mm. and how can... For example, a girl or a guy who just finishes a bachelor's degree or master's mm-hmm. degree and goes to a job, mm-hmm. but they can't find that transparency above down. Is that something you think that sh- there is that something that they can do, or or does it have to be like on on the top down?
0: No, I, I think I think I think uh, first of all, I think that you should actually spend some more time than actually just accepting the first job you get. And I I know that we're uh, we're gonna have we're having a need for good people in all organizations in, in, in Norway and Sweden. So so it's gonna be a demand for you. That's that's number one. So so spend your time and look for the company you really want to work for. Not only just take the first and best that comes up. Or and definitely not just take the first and best that comes up that has the highest kind of salary or the highest compensation package. And I think they should remember that if your values and principles and your ethic and your kind of moral system don't fit with the company you're going into, like if you feel like you want to be open, you want to actually trans- be transparent and you feel like you come to a company that can't be transparent, at least think a couple of times through whether or not you're you're willing to actually spend five, six years in that business without being damaged goods when you come out. If there's one thing I, I would change from my own career is that I would I would start over and say that this is important to me. It's important that I can get the job and get to the work and be be confident that I can yeah. be who I am not who you want me to be. Yeah. So so uh, but but I, I obviously it's, it's hard. And once you start a job, let's say let's say it's it's before you uh, now we talked about people that that are applying to a job. Let's say you got the job. And you're struggling with ADHD, or you have you're bipolar, and you're feeling that the bipolar uh, issues that you struggle with is affecting your work, your performance. Would you rather be rated for your performance without them knowing that you're actually struggling with something, or would you be rated as something else that that you're open about the struggles and this is something we can't do anything about it. It's it's not like you've done anything wrong. It's not like you've you've eaten the wrong vegetables or not taken enough C, C vitamin and therefore you are bipolar. This is something that everybody struggles with. It's just that it's it's invisible to people to see at the front.
1: It's because you mentioned like you, you went to NHH. Yeah. And you're very like strategic. You're very like, um, and then that was the side that you could uh, go to work with. And on the other side, there was like the emotional side that you had to b- kind of bring home. And how do you, How do you tell people that that's okay to bring that emotional side to, because machines, as you talked about, can do that for us. Yeah, And I think like the emotional side for most people and even work is just going to become bigger and bigger. Um, Is that by just openness and and just talking more about it? And so how do we kind of bring that emotional side to work?
0: And uh, at least by, by asking for it. I, I, one thing you can do is actually once you once you have some some sort of decision that you're making in a strategic or operational tactical level, and we say this is okay. Now we made the kind of the, the agreement. This is what we're going to decide, and then open up for are there any kind of issues that we should talk about? Could this be solved in a different manner? I want to hear everybody's kind of input in that, because you need to kind of and you need to have those intuition things, and you need to you know. The, the, we think that we're rational people yeah. uh, influenced by feelings i think a lot of people now talk about we're feeling um, emotional people and we're influenced sometime by rational arguments yeah so at least 90% is just automatic decision making the rest is kind of okay do some analysis about it we can we we can probably a lot of the biases that we are if it's a confirmation bias or there's different sort of biases we we aren't able to see those unless we're connected to the feelings that we have. Yeah. So we need people to actually be on their toes feeling things. And then at least say, I, I feel bad about this. I don't know why I feel bad about this. Let's look at it once again.
1: Mm. Yeah. We believe like we're rational and we're so emotional.
0: Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy.
1: And so with, in terms of like the, um, especially like the, you were in, in your speech, um, you're mentioning like the, probably the, or for, I'm not talking for everyone, but also for myself that uh, a big fear is not to belong mm. and kind of feeling alone with mm. your kind of shame of, of the things you're going through because you don't hear it any, mm-hmm. anywhere else. Um, is that something you, has, has changed a little bit or is it still? Yeah. Yeah.
0: I mean, uh, shame, shame, shame is thriving in the dark, in mm. silence. So for people to actually have the, the, the shame part of things let's say that you're 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 um, you're feeling uh, or you have a diagnosis that you you're afraid to kind of if you disclose this you feel like people won't love you as much mm. as you would without it knowing that is shame and that is, is if you if you actually keep that inside you it's going to grow it feeds on darkness it feeds on silence mm. whereas actually sharing the the, the issues that you're don't want to share is gonna put light on it and and remove the shame. So what I talked about is that you can you can consider there. There's three arguments in my article where I said that one, I am depressed. I have a diagnosis for being depressed. Number two, outside of that, there's a fear like fear of people seeing that I can't do my job because mm. I'm depressed. Mm. Okay, so I work. I, I used to I used to uh, actually go into work at. The morning on Sundays to prepare for Monday, All right? Uh, uh, so I would work a six-day week to make sure wow. that I could do the five-day week because I was afraid that people would kind of... Yeah, not because yep. you wanted, but yeah. just
1: fear of, of not being good enough to do exactly, the job. Exactly, So
0: that's number two. Okay, so the the, the outside of that is that the fear that people will say that, well, Lars, you have uh, an Audi e-tron, you're, you're married, you have three kids, you have car everything is all right so why the hell should you be depressed you don't have any reason to be that once i put in kind of poked a hole in the depression part the other two layers just kind of vanished because that was based on shame that's big so that that's that's i i I can't stress this enough i mean and it helps just to share it with somebody you know that you've you're certain that once you tell this to the one kind of colleague friend manager, employee, whatever you want to talk to. Once you share it, it gets better. I can guarantee it get better. It has like less
1: power over you when you're Yeah, used. exactly. But, but I just rarely hear it when legit people talk. Like I, I'm, I'm not like used to this kind of openness, mm-hmm. like just listening to it. So it's super like refreshing to like hear that authenticity. Cause I think so many can relate, mm. especially like you see young people going through stuff and, and so, what would you say to to you're mentioning? Like, you would be, a thing you would uh, do if you had to do it over, was to just spend uh, or or like, watch the direction. Um, would you have any advice for for say, like the twenty year old, um, um Lars, who was kind of uh, just before this started to happen?
0: Yeah, uh, yeah, I, I think so. I, I, I think I would. I would spend more time in, in in trying to look at the things that I'm good at not at everything that I need to improve. Uh, I think that I would actually choose a job where I felt safe to be who I I wanted to be. Um, and that's probably it. I would I would I, I I've I've kind of to me uh, both titles, salaries, uh, a car, where I live, mm-hmm. what sort of address, everything is jewelry. Mm-hmm. And and the jewelry is fine. The jewelry kind of boosts the self-esteem. Oh, okay, I got a kind of a silver gray Audi. Wow. And, and you feel higher and you feel taller, you feel better than everyone else and you want to feel better, right? Um, but once you get older, you see that this is just, I mean, it's temporary. Mm. It doesn't do anything mm. for you, right? Um, so, So to me... I would I would rather choose a job that has a meaning. I would rather choose a job where I felt connected. I felt that uh, there's a, a, the proper inclusion that they wanted to be with me. I would rather f- do a job where, where I was clear on what sort of expectation was met for me. And I would do this, um, I would take this up, up front. Yeah. And whether or not you're going to be two months, one month, to, to, in, my, in my case, I would probably have to go three months, four months without a job before I could get a job. Mm. That would be fine. Yeah. Because you're gonna live with this you job. Applied to like theater school. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I uh, did. I did, uh, and I was, I was hard. I mean, that was that was really hard to get a no on that. Even though I, 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 I probably should have known that I wouldn't get it, um, but I didn't. I was uh, super confident that this is something I'm gonna make, but I didn't.
1: And and so is that something you you think you would have still. Pursued like that that direction with the theater school. If you like, imagine like if you applied again or yeah. Like but but I
0: time? again the point of actually applying to th- to the school of yeah. theater since <laughs> in, in Norway is that it's it's another jewelry. Mm. Um, I I could have find performed theater without going to that school, but I wanted to go to the school because it's status to have gone to that school. Um, but well, what I really like is the immediate reaction I get when getting up on stage. So I feel, I, uh, let's say, I feel easier talking to 200 people in a room yeah. than talking to you now, Marcus, right? Yeah,
1: because on a stage, you like, seriously, you look very just comfortable. Yeah, and uh, yeah.
0: It, it just feels natural to me, right? So I, it feels comfortable. I'm, I'm, I'm still nervous. I'm, I'm still kind of, the, my heart is pounding, and I feel sweat in my hands, and everything is kind of awkward. But I... I feel I am preparing myself to perform and the, my, my my heart is racing, my brain is racing, this is what I want to do. And I and I feel that getting that kind of immediate feedback on things that you do, not something that, okay, I do this and I get a feedback like two, three weeks later. So that, and I can do that. I can do that without going to school to do mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. if I feel like I want to. And I think that you need to not follow your heart, but instead kind of look at what are you good at. Yeah. And, and we- then, yeah. What
1: what has been some of the things you've been good at and what has been kind of the other things that, that you st-
0: instead focused on? Now now you're getting seriously open. Yeah. Yeah. Um no, I'm 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 probably good at at at, at, at performing on stage. I and I can say it, I feel I feel like I'm properly good at the stage. I feel self confident about that. I feel really ashamed about being ek. I'm okay, I'm say it like this, I'm extremely good at also procrastinating. Mm. I'm pushing everything to the last. And I'm I'm just, I'm just the worst procrastinator, Mm. right? Um, On everything. Mm. I have a tendency to actually have a good idea, start the idea, not being able to finish it. I have the tendency to do things that I, still things that I really want to do, like the presentation I was holding, Mm. uh, giving today. I I knew I was going to do it like four weeks ago. I knew I was going to do it like Mm -hmm. two days ago. And I still I feel I can't start the work because once I start it I've already kind of started on the journey and it it, it might go wrong if I don't kind of mm. rationally an- yeah, analyze yeah. it first. Mm. It so it's it's strange, yeah. It's
1: very strange with procrastination because I I what I did used to do before I I procrast for example if there was a, a a time limit and then I waited 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 just before the time limit and then fair kicks in and then you ju- just use yeah, that fear motivation exactly, yeah. to kind of, to, to, to be able to work. Yeah. Or else I was like, I'm not doing it. Yeah. And, w- and every, and I couldn't change it. I yeah. spent like, um, and then I don't know, something changed that I, and you find different reasons for mm. why you do the thing. And that really shifted that procrastination. Thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's, so that's, it's yeah. so with, that's, with the presentation again, with, cause like we were talking a little bit about this earlier, where people associate success with, with people external don't markers, s- yeah, yeah. Like they don't associate like depression and and success, right? That's like very like mm-hmm. uh, they because we 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 the definition of success is very like external, yeah. Right, so we just we measure. Okay, it's a house, it's this, um, and so what's your kind of definition on
0: on success <laughs> that's a good uh that's a very good question um i i formerly i th- i really thought that, that that kind of the success was the external markers people and i i i remember starting at the Hans- or nhh here in bergen and then and thinking that one when, uh, when I get home, like, to, to the anniversary at the high school, <laughs> they're going to see, like, I have success, right? Mm. Um, and I, I remember you the, the, the choir that I sang at with a kind of a, yeah. a, a hat and a big big red bow tie. And so I thought, this is so cool. <laughs> and this is, like, established in 1936. And coming home and, you know what, guys? I started in this choir. And they're like, what, the, what? How is that cool? And then... So, so what is success? I think I think at the end of the day, I, I've, I feel very successful once I see that some of the things that I've, I've done or said has meaning to other people and I feel meaning in that. And I think that the other part is that I feel, once I feel connected to other people, I also feel somewhat kind of a life quality with that. Um, I rarely look at the bank statement or my salary or bonus or dividend or anything like that uh i i can still struggle with the part i feel like i use too much money um uh, I can still feel like i i shouldn't um, so 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 to me kind of life success or my own success is based on whether or not i i feel like i have real connections in my life and and meaning
1: mm. it's because it's like i think like that is a big conversation to have like start changing the conversation of what is success and like is that money and where you work and what job you have so yeah, that's because uh, I think you're the like only one that I kind of hear about like talking about how your feelings maybe the most important and what you're what you're doing. Um, and you're in, in terms of if we go back to depression, you, you describe depression as being a symptom of something else. And so what has that been for that? What is that something else been for you?
0: Well, I, I I said that the kind of th- it's a symptom because you can you can treat the symptom by by giving kind of different pills or any medication to actually lift yourself. But I think that depression is also a symptom because it's it's a it's something that you can you see depression as a result of something else. Um, so it's actually what I talked about in the talk today. Is is three very or at least two of them that are are extremely important to me, which is connection and meaning. Um, so. Um, I think, and 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 I th- also think that, that there, there's another part of it. I mean, depression is a natural, probably a pr- pretty natural, r- rational reaction to s- to some of life issues. It's something that people have struggled with for like ever. So uh, it's, it's strange to think that it hasn't been kind of biologically programmed into our bodies, like as uh, something that's that's natural. Um, so i um, I'm I'm less scared depression, I'm, I'm not like going through oh I'm going to be depressed forever, that's going to be very hard, I'm probably going to be depressed forever, like have depression instances, periods of depression and I'm going to live with it and And I've also been asked how, where would you be if you weren't Yeah. Uh, and they, I, I mean I think they then think that I could be king or president mm-hmm. or anything, but I think that the reason why I am where I am is a result of also the depression and kind of the, the manic kind of hunt for, for, for performance. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's, yeah that's part of the part motivation. Of me, yeah. So part but of me
0: and part of the drive that I had this is, is this. Cause I was going to ask
1: you uh, a little bit later, but you you kind of answered it. Like, do you believe that you're always going to be depressed?
0: I believe that I'm always going to struggle with some sort of mental yeah. issue. Yeah.
1: Cause it's, uh, I kind of agree with, it, it it like like trying to always look for just happiness for most people just doesn't work. It yeah, that,
0: that's, that's a very good point. Yeah, that's 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 extremely good. Looking for happiness is, mm. is, is 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 I think I think we're getting sadder because we're always looking for something to expect that you never get. Right. So I have a diary, di- diary, 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 not a diary, diary, where I write down how I feel every day. Right. So I write down, oh, blah, blah, blah. This, I took the spills, blah, blah, blah. Had this, this conversation. On a scale of from minus 10 to plus 10, where are you today, Lars? I've done this for so almost a year, right? None of the days has been over minus two. <laughs> and then somebody called to me, do you think you're ever going to be above zero? <laughs> do you think it's, it's possible to be above <laughs> zero? Or do you think that just looking at the minus two, which is the best day you had, you're so far away from plus 10 where you think everybody else is that you're going to feel miserable every kind of always Mm -hmm. people Mm -hmm. don't feel plus 10 their Instagram account feels like feels 10 point 10 right yeah so I think people are going to kind of vary they're probably going to vary to plus three and feel confident and feel like things are moving they have flow in their life things are working they have Mm -hmm. balance but then they're going to fall down to minus two or something and I so that's that's the the chase for happiness always is just strange, not
1: needed. Yeah. because it's like, if you always chase it or, or, or always like, and, and like you were mentioning, like with the Instagram, if you always look at just everyone else and that's what we do, we compare and what we see yeah, is unrealistic stuff.
0: Um, yeah. If you look at my account, I mean, there's, and uh, 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 literally the pictures I choose is from like a hundred. So I have, I, I go for a ride, 150 Ks. Like, and I take like 150 photos, I don't, but some friends of mine, and then they send it to me. It's not like I post every photo. I post the ones that, that portrays me as successful. I post this, and people are reflecting on that. That's a, that's, a, that's a successful life. You're a plus four guy. <laughs> like, I'm not. Mm. So what we should do is take the worst images and put those, and this is kind of, this is how I look yeah. in my worst instances, right? Yeah.
1: And... It, and like the Facebook post, it's interesting that the only one or the, the most authentic kind of post you ever did got the best response. Yeah. Because yeah. it's like, I think people think, and like you you talked about how you, you're afraid that nobody was going to see it. And and yeah, I think people just crave for that just authenticity. Yeah. They don't see it. So rare to just hear people like wh- you hear and like see weird photos. Of people not smiling or mm. people being unhappy or having a bad day. Um, and do you think that is something we can include in social media? Like post more authentic stuff? Or is oh, that yeah, yeah,
0: absolutely. Yeah, I, and I I, I I, really should do this because I, I, I haven't, but I I, I, sh- I, should probably do a photo of myself when I wake up and just feel awful. Um, mm. but, but again, I come in, social media is. We, at least we need to know that what people post there are either filtered in a way that <laughs> is unrecognizable or is mm. you post only the best things that you have. So just know that, that that's the way we do it. And and once I mean I would probably say you guys, I, I would say see your kind of Instagram posts and then I see oh shit, these guys are really successful, like <laughs> right? they're doing like this and this and then what we clunk into it the other is, is like one facet of our lives is clunking into another facet of our lives yeah. and, and we're not seeing the real me. So I'm I'm comparing the worst part of me, my my kind of self loading. I'm I'm portraying that. I, I'm that's what I'm feeling inside. Mm. It's not what it's on my Facebook site. And what I'm seeing is Marcus's Instagram accounts, which is just perfect. Mm. And I think that's you. Mm. Uh, probably not, mm. right? Mm. You have bad days as well,
1: right? For sure. I, I don't it's kinda like there I I understand that people it's kinda like that that's the best thing to do is mm. just be totally transparent and just show everything. But it's like ev- with everyone it's just fear of what happens when you do it. Mm. What happens like when people judge you or or criticizes mm. you or yeah, it's like getting additional pain on top of of the pain you're already feeling. Mm. Um yeah, I think that, like, I, I see no one, like, nobody I know has kind of d- been that authentic or that transparent, mm-hmm. like, with social media at all. Um, and so, what, when, because this is a o- also a different, like, definition question, uh, what's your definition of authenticity? If you kind of, because it's a very tricky kind of, how do you know when you are or not?
0: Um, to me, I mean, uh, now uh, I've I talked about earlier that what I've done to actually make sure that I, I wasn't disliked and, and pushed out of groups or not feeling connected, what I did was actually either put on a mask or do something stupid to make sure that I got the kind of the part. So I've, I've, I've told about I lied or I stole or kind of shoplifted or did things like that to make sure that I was tough enough or I started mm-hmm. smoking because that was cool. Um, I didn't do my homework because I think that was cool. Or I, and, and and then at work you're starting to do things that you put on a mask because you think that everyone needs. To, you know you know this kid's tool kind of toy uh, where you have to put different shaped things into different holes. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So what we're trying to do is basically I am a star, and you're trying to put that into a, uh, the triangle part, and you kind of you cut off yeah. the things that are unique about you to make sure that you fit into. I think this is what we're doing always. And I think businesses are experts in actually creating that image that this is what we're looking for.
1: Okay, so this is what I need to fit in.
0: Mm. I need to have that kind of sort of. Mm. mm. Um, So what it feels, uh, let me answer it this way. What it feels to be authentic is that it feels very comfortable to be just you. Yeah, the feeling. Yeah, because Mm. it's, uh, I mean, people can, and and this is also one of the reasons I posted my article is that this was something I wanted to hide. I didn't want people to know it, but I was afraid people would recognize it or see it and, and and publicly kind of comment on it. So what I would do is make sure that I control the message. This is my story. This is the way I'm going to kind of portray it. <laughs> so it's very, it's very designed, the yeah, scope, right? Yeah. So it's not, I mean, it's as authentic that I dare to be.
1: Mm communication strategy exactly and then you get
0: kind of more comfortable okay now' I've, I've, I've tore down some walls and I start okay I can talk about being uh, at the psychologist I can talk about being kind of uh, being treated with a psychiatrist I can talk about my SSRI tablets I can so so you can you can go from where you, you know it's true but you haven't shared everything and then you can expand on that and it feels very comfortable
1: yeah Especially, yeah, like you, you can, you were controlling the narrative, yeah, and it's very comforting to if you know or share everything that's going on. Nobody else can kind of add something exactly. because you've already told I've everything. I've already told everything. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So that that if that even sounds very scary to do, but it, it gives you a lot of like trust because then I don't know if you watched um, it's it's a completely different thing, but Eminem he has a rap battle. Mm-hmm. Um, with a guy and with the rap battle he tells before he it's a competition right he tells him all, all the things that is weird and <laughs> bad about himself yeah. so that the other person doesn't have anything else to kind of add on right? exactly so yeah that that's a, a good strategy oh, to that I need to, sh- I <laughs> need to see that. I'm a big fan of <laughs> yeah, that, yeah yeah. Mm. Um, but I, I just thought of that that one was good, good, yeah, was yeah. good. Um, yeah so it's for for I, I I, I'm trying to kind of b- bring it back to especially like the younger audience mm. who, who doesn't have any like guidance on this and doesn't know, doesn't know if what, what they ha- are experiencing and, and, and do you have any simple things that they can except for just going to a psychologist or getting help that's also really important but any uh, simple th- things that you've done that can be really helpful for them? You were mentioning like the journaling thing. Yeah,
0: um, yeah. There's there's a lot of things you can do, and I, mm. I, I think that if you're struggling with mental health, one of the things that is important is that you see professional help. That's yeah. that's kind of number yeah. one. If you're if you're really feeling kind of the struggles, you need to do that. Make sure that you get kind of uh, good help. Uh, but the other part is is things that you can do for yourself is once it's probably journaling. You can you can write, write about how you feel. I, I I felt very it felt good to me to actually. Write it down because it came out in black and white and you can see it and you can read it and yeah. you can see it again and then you so you can you can not not edit it. It just it just it's easier to actually have the time to actually write everything down. Um the other part I, I think is is to actually reach out to somebody you trust. Make sure that you're that you really trust and, and talk openly about what you're struggling with. Yeah. Uh, and and with people do you trust, you need uh, what I what I need from from sharing my struggles is that I need people that not kind of turn it into something I'm going to fix you, Lars Eric, but to turn it into okay, I I that hear you, cool. I I can I can hear and I can relate and I understand that you're struggling and I'm 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 feeling honored that you shared it with me. Uh, so so find people that you think have the time and. Mm-hmm. The, Kind of the relation with you and trust you enough to to make sure that you can talk talk about it. And to me, I mean, to me, it's very important to create routines, habits. So I'm 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 a I'm a real big fan of the book called Atomic Habits. Yeah, and I love that book because it's just 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 the idea that creating good habits is 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 a way kind of millimeter millimeter or inch by inch towards a better goal. It's uh, it's important to be. It might not be important to other people, but to me, it, it, it gets a structure in my life. I'm not particularly good at it, but I, I, I feel better once I can say that, well, okay, in the morning, I will do this. I will cook myself oatmeal. I will eat my oatmeal. I will get the job. Mm-hmm. I will so, so I have this kind of- Small goals. Yeah, small goals and routines that, that help me. Mm. So that's that's something I do. I, 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 feel, I struggle with picking out the right shirt to have in the morning. So to me, it's just, <laughs> this is the clothes I'm going to wear.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's um yeah the, the atomic habits is real powerful because it just breaks down the these small steps when the goal is very big yeah um yeah, it's super powerful and you you were mentioning like the uh, making this decision to to make this like publicly uh you mentioned in the past that you Second-guessed if it if it's if it was the right decision to do. Mm. Is that something you're still second-guessing, or has that um, changed? No, I've come to
0: terms with with w- w- whether or not I regret it or not. Mm. Uh, I, I I'm I'm fairly certain that at some point in the future I will probably regret it once more. But but I I, I it's done is done. Um, I'm I'm not right now. I'm not regretting it. But I've I've, I've second-guessed whether or not. Whether I was right to do it during the fall, um, and I think the reasons for that is that I felt everything kind of revolved my around my depression. I, I I'm I'm not <laughs> with being open doesn't mean I want to talk about depression all the <laughs> yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, So people think that well, okay, you're depressed, right? Okay, you yeah. want to talk about feelings so all the time. I don't. I so I I don't have that that need. Uh, I have a need to actually do my job, do yeah. my work fairly, uh, hopefully good, good enough. Um, But I'm, I'm. I stress the fact that I need to be able to come as I am without feeling the need to hide it. So that's transparency to me.
1: Yeah, yeah, totally. Because it's very good. I can I can see that it, like a lot of people could like label you and just only talk about the depression thing and kind of, um, and and only talk about that when there's so many other things to a person than than mental illness. Um, yeah. I think we can sum it up there. Um, really interesting to kind of hear a a totally different perspective on just emotions and and dealing with it. And I think the more we can do this, this and more transparency, I think more people can benefit.
0: Sure, That's, uh, thank you very much for inviting. Yeah.
1: Me. It was great. Thank you so much. All right, um, we're gonna talk to the audience next week, and I'll see you soon. Bye bye.